Now, I wanted to ask about Chaz because we were just talking about his impact on the field as well as off the field and just the impact that him opening up and talking about things like mental health and and how that's continued to impact the program. Because I know that's an ongoing challenge for for players and coaches and even academics. He mentioned the academic advisors, everybody to try and deal with those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's that's it's not not just the football team, but it's everybody in general. You know, I think it's something that. Uh, Tanner Mangum had brought that up when he was playing here. And so I think something that we can rally around, we we don't want to hide from it or um, ignore it, you know? So I think that's something that we've done as an athletic department and as a football team is hire people that are specialized in that that can help our players. Um, And I know the school has taken the right steps to get the right people to help a student body, you know, that that may um, struggle with that and even uh, faculty and staff. So I think, I think something that's real that, you have to deal with and, and one of those things that you just can't ignore. And so uh, any opportunity that we can have to help our lives get better, I'm, I'm all for it. And, and definitely just excited that we have that opportunity to get our players in, in a better position to feel comfortable and, and to, you know, to get through some things and, and battle adversity. You know, I'm sure looking back as a player, you remembered it was handled very differently, you know, at that time period than it is now. How, how, how proud are you of the progress that maybe that's being made to help these kids and, and help the coaches and everybody address these things and be, do it more healthy in a, in a more healthy fashion? Yeah, I say let's, let's keep it rolling. I mean, any, anything we can do to improve people's lives, that's, that's what I'm all about. And if there's a way that we can help um, someone, uh, you know, with their life and help them feel better about things. And then I think it's important that we do it. I don't think it should be, I would like it to move as quickly as possible and to help as many people as possible. It's, it's what's happening in technology. It's what's happening in life is that we find ways to do things better. And, um, you know, so I, I think something, something in regards to it's like regarding mental health and, um, overall health, I think we could, we could move as quickly as possible. That I'd be a, I'd be all in favor for that. Hold on. Cake. Cake. Dude. Go run and throw a football outside. Go. Go. You guys are interrupting here. Don't come past that part. You just got to go. Sorry, guys. My son and his friends are playing. All right. Go ahead, Jay. Then you go throw the football around. (laughs) Hey, Kalani. uh, Fessy told us. Thursday, I think it was, that uh, it's pretty even in practice between offense and defense. Um, has that? Do you agree with that first? And then is that a good sign for the defense, which is supposedly a little younger, a little less experienced than the offense? I think if you're looking at the 11-on-11 stuff, yeah, that, that it favors both sides have had their uh, – have done well, and, and, um, and then they've had some issues. I mean, some There's just things that we have to do better, but – I think this has probably been um, – I would agree with Fessy if he said that it was a little bit more evened out. I, th- I think that this has been one of those times in, where um, one isn't just completely dominating the other. And I think it probably means that we have some pretty good depth on our team and, and that our guys have been working really hard. And not a lot of – I would have to say it's not a lot of missed assignments either. So – uh, the mistakes that we're making are things that have to do with uh, technique and uh, very correctable. But uh, I like the fact that we have a lot of talent out there and we got to keep developing it. And, and I like that the defense is, is uh, you know, everybody knows that they're young, but um, they're, they're definitely able to 
to play and they have the capabilities and the talent to make it work. So uh, that, that's right now in practice ball. You know, when we get in an opportunity where they, you know, when you're playing a real game and those emotions, it's just different. So what we're trying to do is simulate as much as possible so that the muscle memory takes over and we can have guys that, that you know, in a time where they're facing all those different emotions going into a game that they can rely on the muscle memory to take over and, and there's no other better, better way to do it than 11 on 11 ball. All right. Let's go with Jake and Hans. Kalani, you guys are entering week three, if I'm not mistaken, now of spring ball. Uh, at this point, as you mentioned, you, you're trying to simulate as much as possible game reps, that type of stuff to get guys up to speed. But what can you do to keep guys engaged, I guess, in the quote-unquote dog days here as you hit the midway point? No, I mean, if, if they're getting bored now, then and we're obviously not practicing long enough, you know. And, and so uh, I think these guys have been waiting for this moment to play ball, and, and you could tell that there's a lot of excitement going into practice one. And I'd say that they've kept that they've kept the passion and the energy going on. And um, I think that's just kind of this, what's what's been the uh, what's happened from the pandemic is that there's just a lot more appreciation and that goes into it and, and, and they don't take anything for granted. So I'm, I'm really thankful that these guys bring it every time. And, and even the young guys do it, you know, there's a lot of energy going on. So, um, it's really competitive. So there's a few fights here and there because guys want to compete and want to win. So I, I haven't seen any letdown in all the practices so far. And it's not, to me, it's not, it's not been even an issue. And I, I, I credit the coaches for keeping things um the install and keep things rolling, but also just trying to change the different emphasis is whether, whether working on the red zone or two minute situation, four minute. Um, you know, we're looking, we're working on so many different things that our players just actually love it. And I like to think that our guys are big time students of the game and want to keep working on their craft and, and, and making things better. And so there's an opportunity for our guys to learn. I would have to say them studying more film. It's, it's been, it's kind of, it's been a very contagious part of our program is that uh, the film study has taken over and become so much more independent and even players watching a lot more film than they had in the past. And, and that's probably happened in the last year and it's carried over to this year. So um, I don't know if that's anything that we do specifically other than the coaches and the players just really buy into what we're doing as a program and they see that it creates many, many, many uh, programs. Uh, Kalani, if we would have had iPads back in our day, we would have watched more film. So, <laughs> a, uh, you're going to seem really old now, Hans. <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a, uh, we, we were talking with Coach Witt today on air, and he mentioned he had 120 kids in spring ball. Uh, where are you guys at numbers wise, and what does that do? How does that change spring ball for you guys, kind of having overload numbers? Yeah, we're the same, but we, you know, we we've been able to play a lot more. Um, in the past, you're 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 not getting that high of numbers, but I think now, um, I think for them, they had a lot of guys coming back, and for us, it's a, it's a lot of newcomers. But uh, you know, you're able to play a lot more football, and and what happens when you play a lot more football? There's a lot of guys end up getting banged up, and we've had enough of those. But um, we're not really going to stop playing football. We have to keep it rolling and. I mean, there's an emphasis on, on taking care of each other, being smart, but there's also an emphasis on uh, playing football and, and 
playing 11 on 11. So that's uh, just, we have to kind of balance it out. There's, there's a, there, it's, it's, it's one of those balancing acts that you have to do as a coaching staff to kind of feel how the, 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 feel the team, the health of the team. And then how much do we really want to push these guys? And I think, I think we've, we've got to figure it out for right now up to this day and we'll see how it works tomorrow, but it's an ongoing thing. It's one of those things that you can't just set in stone. You have to be able to feel it out day to day. Go ahead, Ben. Coach, I know quarterback competitions are always of uh, the most interest. Um, in your opinion, what, what are some of the key factors of a quarterback competition when you're trying to figure out who is the guy? I mean, you've gone through a bunch of them since arriving at BYU. It seems every year there's something going on. Uh, have you guys figured out, like, all the different factors and tenets that you guys are looking at? Yeah, so uh, a good question. I think you're looking at, at – um, some sometimes when you're when you're competing for a spot, you you look at okay, this is a, a two man race. You know what I mean, and you can kind of figure out who's going to be the starter. And um, I never really liked that. I always like it when I have too many guys to figure out. And so we're in a position now where I think we have a good group, and I'm actually impressed with all the guys. And A Rod's done a great job coaching them, and um, I, I feel like there's a lot of guys that are capable of helping us win games. And so. Uh, if you're looking in regards to quarterback, I feel comfortable with four guys right now and the way that they've progressed. Now, eventually we're going to have to get to a point where we're going to need to focus on uh, whittle it down and make sure that we can get as many reps as we can to the guys that we have to get ready for the season. Um, and we're starting to do that a little bit. So we'll see how, how this thing breaks down the next little bit. But uh, I can tell you that I like being in a position where there's a bunch of them. You know what I mean? And, and so – but you can't have too many O-linemen and uh, you find the five best and then you start them. And then the next five are the backups. And then you maybe hopefully have five more, you know, so quarterbacks, hopefully we have one play the best one. And then the second one's not that far off. Neither is the third one, neither is fourth. And that's what we're looking at. And, and, and if you want to, if you want to get more depth on the team, then you got to have quality players that can do it. And, and that's just more than just one position. That's in all of them. I feel really good about where we're at right now. So when in regards to quarterback, that carries over to everybody else. Uh, just, I want to have as many as possible and make it really difficult to decide on who, who's the best one. And it, it'll show, though. In time, it'll show. As a, as a follow-up real quick, Kalani, um, uh, it, pre-draft, there are many NFL analysts that in evaluating the film offensively, and especially Zach Wilson, they talk about the pro concepts that are implemented into the offense. Um, how, how much credit does, does Aaron Roderick deserve for that in, uh, in those, those, those schematics, et cetera? And, and what could you say about Aaron Roderick that, that, is, is, you know, that separates him maybe from coaches out there um, in what he's doing offensively? A-Rod is a great coach and a great, he has a great mind. He's been around some of the best coaches in, in football. Um, and then whether it's a graduate assistant or an assistant or a coordinator, the guy has soaked up so much football that he, he can, he can tell what scheme fits the best guy, you know, for the quarterback and for the talent that we have on the team. And, and the best part about him is that he's all, all about the players. And so it's not just that he's coaching Zach Wilson last year, I saw him coaching the whole group. And so every quarterback that was here on the roster got better last year during the season. 
you know, and, and that's, that's uh, speaks to how special he is as a teacher. And I'm going to talk about him because uh, he won't do it himself, but he, he knows what he's doing. I trust him. And he's been the big part of our success here, you know, since he got here and, and he, he knows a lot of football and, and he knows how to get his guys to, to be efficient and throw the ball well. And so uh, I trust him and, yeah, I, I think he's I think he's brilliant when it comes to game football. He's going to hate that I'm talking about him like this, but he also doesn't care to beat his chest and have everyone talking about him. I think people know his capabilities and other coaches know him, and, and I think he's in a really good spot right now, um, especially running the program. And, and it was a quick, easy decision uh, with the coordinator job when, when that did happen because I felt like he's a big part of what, what we do here, you know, offensively. So did I answer that? Yeah. He, he yeah, doesn't I think, care about who gets credit for what. I'm just going to tell you, he doesn't, that's not this, that's not why he does things is to get credit for, for how smart he is and how he, he does things with the offense. He's just going to go to work and, and, and doesn't really matter who gets the credit. He just, as long as it, it focuses on players and that's a perfect fit for what I want. I want an offensive coordinator. Yeah. And, and to that point, I guess the, the thing that I'm getting at is many in the NFL world are seeing these pro concepts implemented into BYU's schematics, which makes Zach and his transition to the next level all that much easier. So, and a lot of them are passing concepts. Um, and some of it's run game too, but a lot of it's passing concepts that we saw. Yeah. And, and, a, and a big part of that is, is putting them in a position to throw their best balls. Right. So, um, looking at, at A-Rod and the way he does his, his game planning is, okay, what's, you know, you're looking at baseball, what's Zach's best pitches, you know, and let's put him in a position where he can throw that over and over and over again and give him a change up and work on things that can help help him become, you know, a total player at, at QB. And then let's work on his athleticism, see what we can do to help um, everyone see how, you know, what utilize his athleticism so we can score points. And uh, he's done a great job with that. And, and I think he's doing a really good job this spring working with Jaron and Baylor and Soljay and, and Jacob, getting those guys in position to have success. So, yeah, I, th- I think uh, it does – the pro game so different because you're looking at all these different throws that everyone's throwing. And, um, you know, our quarterbacks – your best throws are going to be the one that you feel the most comfortable with and throw the most accurate. And so A-Rod finds a way to get those guys in those positions. All right, let's take a final question from Jake. Yeah, Kalani, building off that just a little bit, obviously Zach's in the middle of his pre-draft process. How many conversations have you had with NFL personnel to this point about him? Many, yeah. Uh, myself and A-Rod and, and, and um, you know, Fessy, we, we talked to a lot of different people um, about Zach, but also a bunch of about a lot. We have a lot of prospects that I think – will fit the NFL and, and it's generating a lot of interest. So yeah, of course we're, we're having these conversations and I think a lot of people want to get to know him, uh, person, his personality, like type of leader that he is, how he, how he, um, connects with others, you know, and, and, uh, that's why I think they're, they're doing their homework, but there's also, I think that's also why he's, he's, um, a fast riser is because you're talking to all these people that are around him. And you guys have known Zach for the last three years here playing, you know, so imagine if someone asked you your impressions of him, you guys would, would have some really good things to say, and it probably raises his, uh, 
his draft stock even more. So, you know, maybe I should ask you guys, if you guys, if they're talking to you too and see how he does in interviews and things like that. But I think that, you know, if you're running a team, you're going to try to make sure that you get the right pick. And, and, uh, and if you're going to make moves like the NFL is doing right now with free agency coming up to it, you know, you're probably going to, you're going to trade and do all, all this other things and make moves in, in, the, in the draft. And you probably need to make sure that you, you do everything to make sure that you get all the background and, and, and every pick that you, you do, and you make sure that's the right one. So that's just a lot of fun that we're working with it. And we'll be able to see him throw next week in pro day. I think he's going to do a great job.